We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Thursday, December the 22nd, 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Spurs Up Show. I'm going to fix this real quick. The camera's going to get a little funky for a second. So, whoop. Let me get this. Let's see. Hold on. You guys are about to. All right. Here we go. Anyways. All right. Cool. Thursday, December the 22nd, 2022. Guys, again, hope you all are doing well. Appreciate you all tuning in. Got a packed show. A lot to get into here on this Thursday. I see... James Rogers, John Edwards, C. Youngblood, Hunter Kelly, Ronnie Pace, Chase Floyd, Kayshawn, Gavin, Cody, Stephen Borwell, Jr., Brennan M., Dude Raw for show, Chuck McIntosh, Jonathan Lee. What's going on? Katie, appreciate y'all tuning in. Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord, head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. Again, we're taking your questions, comments, calls, phone lines are open, 843-790-3377. Of course, as always, guys, TDC Brought to you by our friends over at Price Picks. Go download the Price Picks app. Go to PricePicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, you, you guys can play anything and everything from college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. They have got it over at Price Picks, and we appreciate our friends over at Price Picks for their love and support of the Spurs Up Show. So again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Tomorrow's podcast has officially been recorded. Our Dear Santa episode, Gamecock fans, Christmas wish list, if you will. A really fun one, really excited and looking forward to you guys hearing that. Uh, But again, in the meantime, we're talking Gamecock signing class. We're talking uh, anything and everything in between. Yeah, we got the baseball jersey on, the Jackie Bradley Jr. Um... Yeah, so really, really exciting stuff. Appreciate the love, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Josh Campos, what's going on? Bruin Nation, how's it going? Thank you. Thank you. Um, And yeah, again, excited to chat with you guys here on this Thursday. Let's see. David asks in the TDC Questions channel, hey, bro, what's your take on the class with the potential of adding Lenoris Sellers? Uh, my take on the class, if you listen to the podcast that dropped this morning, David, you can hear my full thoughts, but I'm, I'm very excited about the class. Um, yeah, I think it's a great signing class. You know, I described it as, you know, when you're building a house, right, you've got to lay the foundation. And I understand, I understand that this is not Shane Deemer's first recruiting class, obviously, but I really feel like when you look at 
the line of scrimmage and you look at the offensive line, the defensive line, and the guys they picked up, it really does feel like a foundational class. Because, again, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> golly, <coughs> I've talked about this many times. Shane Beamer knows you build a football program, you build a football team from the inside out, right? You build a football team from the inside out, and this class reflects that. And you knew that because of some of the guys you were losing and because of some of the deficiencies that you've had over the past couple of years, I think that's one of the reasons you've seen the inconsistencies, right? Is because you you have not had those guys up front to week in, week out compete with some of the bigger teams. So uh, I think Shane Beamer and company addressing those needs, you love to see it. Uh, and overall, I'm extremely excited for the class. You might even be landing Lenora Sellers tomorrow. I think we all feel confident that he will be a Gamecock. Uh, also, Nick Harbor this spring, of course, he would be the gym, and that would really be the exclamation point to the class. You know, I graded the class a B-plus overall. One of the reasons I did is you got to leave some room, guys. I mean, how can it be a – how can it be – if it's already an A, what's it going to be if Nick Harbor commits? So, you know, if you can get Nicholas Harbor, I, I think it'll be a home run class. And I, I posted a clip this morning, obviously, that I think this could be a class that you look at. And, you know, maybe it serves as kind of like what that 2007 class was for Steve Spurrier, right? Maybe it serves as that, where it's like that that launching pad. Again, that 07 class, you could argue, really laid the foundation for what Steve Spurrier did and, and winning 11 games three years in a row. I think this could serve in a similar fashion. Uh, someone asked, Chris, will you be switching over to Clayton White's presser? No, I will not. No, I will not. We we don't typically tune into the, the coordinator pressers here. So, uh, I mean, if you guys – I mean, I, I, actually, I'll ask you this. I mean, do you guys want to watch it? I mean, normally we don't. Normally we don't. If it's something where y'all really wanted to tune in, um, I, I don't normally do it. I, I don't normally tune into the coordinator press conferences. Uh, we typically just kind of, you know, we don't do it during the season. So I, I guess I saw they're speaking. I guess they're speaking right now. It looks like Clayton White is actually speaking right now, um, which is so funny. They turn off the comments for the coordinator pressers for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do, what do y'all think? Do y'all, do y'all want to watch it? I mean, we could, <clears throat> we could. <clears throat> but I, I wasn't necessarily planning on it. So, <clears throat> anyways, y'all let me know what you want to do. In the meantime, we'll take your questions, comments, calls. <clears throat> Let's see. Dalton says, <clears throat> talking about NIL. Good, I'm just like, I'm, I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> I already got the podcast recording. It's like my voice is just going out on me. But uh, Dalton talking about NIL, so it's not like we're rolling in money like Oregon or Texas. We signed a hell of a class. It's about finding the guys who want NIL opportunities but don't make it their main priority. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Um, yeah, I, I would absolutely agree that, um, you know, it's, it's about – I still say this. I, I still say this. I understand that NIL is important, but, yeah, if a guy's number one – priority is is nil and getting paid i'm out i'm out i'm out on it right those are normally got the guys that don't pan out anyways i don't know if it was dion that said it or somebody else that said it everybody's worried about the three-letter word nil how about worrying about nfl how about worrying about being actually productive and getting developed because i mean guys I, i've said this since the jump 
NIL's great and everything, and so I guess get your money when you can, but when you're getting recruited, you better still make the priority about the coaching staff, the culture fit. Do you like being there on a day-in, day-out basis? How do you fit in that system, that scheme? Are you going to see any playing time? Because, hey, you might get your initial bag. Congratulations. You got your initial bag. But if all those other things don't align, what did you accomplish? You're going to go to campus. You're going to be a backup. And guess what, guys? I'm going to speak from the business owner side of things. Don't nobody want to throw the bag at a backup. Sorry. Nobody's throwing the bag at a backup. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's throwing the bag at a backup. So you better make sure you go somewhere where you can play and you can produce because ain't nobody throwing a bag at a backup. So if you're making NIL your number one priority and you're not making, can I go here? Can I get developed? Can I play? Can I be the best possible player I can be? Is it a good situation for all the other reasons and I'm only going somewhere because of NIL? You're making a mistake. You're flat out making a mistake. Bruin Nation asks, any news on J.C. Sherbert? Um, So I'm actually going on Inside the Gamecocks tomorrow. So he did not reach out to me directly, but uh, I would assume he's doing much better. So I would assume he's doing much, much better. So. Anyways, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Want to hear from you. Really, really excited to chat. Guys, excited for you to hear tomorrow's podcast. Um, it's ironic because one of the messages, or you know, a message that I received this morning, I, I asked Santa Claus, if, if you guys are not new to the Dear Santa episode, I ask Santa Claus every single year for uh, peace on earth and goodwill to Gamecock Nation. And I, I put in a special request this year for the Carolina Slapdick community just to bring them peace and comfort. Just, you know, just, uh, just, just, to, just to bring joy to all, right? Everybody needs joy. Bring joy. We're all looking for joy. Anyways, guys, we sit just eight days away from kickoff. Let me, of course, remind you the TSUS tailgate with our friends over at Carolina Cigars. We'll be out in Lot J. We'll be out in Lot J outside of the stadium. In Lot J outside of the stadium uh, before the Gamecocks take on Notre Dame. So really excited for that. Looking forward to it. Uh, hope to see you all there. We'll have the towels and the koozies for sale. We'll have koozies to give away, stickers to give away. You name it, everything in between. And just looking forward to a fun day, man. Looking forward to a fun time. Looking forward to getting down to Jacksonville and, and uh, you know, having a blast. So we're going to get down there on Wednesday, stay through Saturday. DGD, what's going on? How you doing, my friend? Appreciate you tuning in. What's up? The grind continues, my guy. The grind continues. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Here we go. Call from Alex. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, Chris. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you tuning in. What's up? 
My man, say that again. You were kind of muffled, and I, di- I didn't hear the full context oh. of the of the comment. No, you're good. You're good. I heard something about oh, Gilmore. Okay. And, no, you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was, I was listening to Beamer's press conference again this morning from yesterday, okay. and he was talking about um, all the recruits working on recruiting other guys for next year's class and all that. And it reminds me of um, Gilmore and all those guys from – the early 2000s recruiting the guys from the for the teams from uh 010 to 13. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, yeah, so to the to the point too, man, when he talked about like Puff Howard talking about I would, you know, we need guys that want to that want to die for the university and I mean it's it's maybe that's a little extreme, but like you got guys that not really uh, you know, really love the University of South Carolina and <clears throat> you know, certainly man, your players are your best recruiters. I mean, truly when, when they're when they're able to get guys on campus and show them you know, I mean, the, the coaches can sell all kinds of things, right? They can they can sell them on the university and all that. But, yeah, man, I mean, when prospects are able to come in and hang out with the current players and get a feel for what it's really like, you know, what they're going to be experiencing, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's a great thing. So, you would obviously hope that our players are, you know, they have positive things to say about what it's like to be a South kind of football player. And, you know, they're urging others to come in and, you know, they, they, they speak on what's happening behind closed doors and what special things we're, we're building. So, you know, I uh, – yeah, no, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's you know, again, it, it goes back to, you know, in recruiting, identifying the right people for your program and the right culture fits. And, you know, from all – by all accounts, I mean, it definitely sounds like we have those guys and certainly led by, by Grayson Puff Howard. And, you know, I know that many Gamecock fans – heck, I've had some people say they're already his fa- – their favorite Gamecock, and he hasn't even played a snap yet, so – but, uh, you know, I think it just goes back to the – when guys show love and admiration for the university and they, 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 they almost, like, put the university above themselves, I, th- I think that resonates with a lot of fans. And, um, yeah, you just want to continue to stack on classes with guys like that, and I think good things will happen. Definitely. What do you think is the chances of us having – this is probably – crystal ball in it but what do you think the chance of us having a top 10 recruiting class in the next year or two is i mean i'm I'm not let me put it this way i'm not going to put any limiting beliefs or expectations on shane beamer so you know <clears throat> other teams aren't going to stop recruiting obviously but i think that you know if you can go into 2023 and you can uh you know turn this recruiting class and turn your returning talent into another eight nine win season and um, because I mean, it's 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 a we can have the chicken or the egg conversation, right? Because it takes great players to win games, but you need to win some games to attract great players, right? So yeah. when you get that perfect mix, and it's like you know, going eight and four, beating Tennessee, beating Clem sucks. You know what it's able to show to these top players is like, hey, we're just a couple pieces away. You can be that. You're the missing link. You're the missing guy. You can sell that, right? You can sell that. So I think again, you continue to to win enough 
to sell to the top prospect because that's that's what it's about, right? It's about bringing in even more top four stars and starting getting in conversations with these five stars. And if you're able to land a guy like a Nick Harbor and then more five stars see you and say, okay, me as a five star, I can go there, I can play, I can get to the NFL, I can, you know, I can achieve everything I want in the classroom, on the field, I can go win a championship, right? Like these top guys, they want to go play for rings. They don't, they don't just want to go win six games. So being able to convince those guys and sell those guys that you're getting closer and closer to that. Uh, you know, I think, again, as you continue to build the program, I, you know, why not? I think South Carolina can be a program where uh, you're in the top 15 at minimum on a consistent basis, and maybe you start creeping closer to that top 10 mark. And, you know, again, I think as you bring in more players, you're going to win more. And as you win more, you're going to bring in more players. And so it becomes sort of a snowball effect. Uh, what that looks like in regards to rankings on 24-7 and rivals and the main sites is yet to be seen. But, yeah, I, I don't put any limiting beliefs or expectations on Beamer. I, I think the uh, – you know, the sky's the limit for him at Carolina. Definitely, definitely. Well, Chris, I appreciate it. You know, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you and yours, my friend. I appreciate the call. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Great stuff and a great call and a great question. And, you know, I, I went on uh, I went on Mark Ryan's show yesterday and was asked about, you know, what's the ceiling for Shane Beamer? You know, many of us want to know what is the ceiling. And I just told him, I, you know, I – I, I don't put limiting beliefs and expectations on Beamer. You know, history's going to tell you one thing, right? History's going to tell you. I, I think history, listen, I think history is great to keep perspective, right? When Carolina goes eight and four, like, I think history is a great driver of perspective in regards to, like, don't don't take it for granted. Don't, don't look down in any way on eight and four, right? And, and I just say this, too, that, like, this is kind of a side note, like a, like a side conversation, but I, I just feel like as a, as a fan, if you get to a point where you can't enjoy an 8-4 and four season, like, if this football season wasn't fun to you, and that's what I preached all year, right? Like, winning's fun. I, I don't care. Like, winning is fun. And so that's why, you know, I'd, 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 give, I'd give Coach Ford hell every now and then, and I'd, I'd give some people, because – I'm a critical SOB, right? I don't, you know, that that is well known. But I enjoy the winning. Like, if if you can't enjoy winning in sports, like, just don't even watch sports because it's obvious it doesn't bring you any happiness. Like, there's some people that can't even be happy when you win. If you're not winning every game or if you're not winning by X amount of points, people can't be happy. And I'm not saying just blindly be happy, but... I, I don't know, man. There, there's some people that <clears throat> they struggle to be happy even in victory, and that, that to me is a that's not a great place to be in. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, Brendan M says, "Dear Santa, find some joy." <laughs> yes, yes. We. Uh, hmm. yeah. Anyways, guys, 843790337. That's 843790337. Ruin Nation, did you notice when Beamer had to talk about Lloyd yesterday, had a look on his face every time? I, I didn't really notice that, Ruin Nation, to be honest with you. I mean, I think it just I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't really catch my eye, to be honest with you. It it is what it is, and I'm sure he kind of feels the same way and just sort of keep it moving. So um let's see. By the way, it's game day for those of you, the five out there who still give a shit about Carolina basketball. Gamecocks taking on Western Kentucky tonight at the CLA. I am locked in my prediction. I've got 64 to 61 
Hilltoppers, uh, Western Kentucky is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the ballgame on South Carolina's home floor, by the way. On South Carolina's home floor. So, however that uh, however that makes you feel, I guess so be it. It's, uh, it is what it is, and we'll keep it moving. And I don't know, man. It's just uh, it's tough to be a Gamecocks basketball fan. It really is. But, uh, you know, here we are. Here we are. We're, we're, we're Gamecocks through and through. So, <laughs> all good. Uh, anyways, guys, I want to say thank you all so much for the love and support this week, especially on the merchandise side of the business. Um, incredible successes all throughout this year, this month, of course. Um, yeah, just want to say thank you all. Just want to say thank you all. Let's see. Hunter Johnson, apparently, let's see. Apparently, Lloyd was fine before he went back home and everything changed. Probably tried to chase NIL money. That's not as green as he thought. Um, James Rogers, if Lloyd wants back in, how do you feel about that? Why do you think he left in the first place? Let me just say this, James. I'm not, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I thought about discussing it yesterday, but Gamecock Central reporting that they talked to Marshawn Lloyd directly and he's not considering a return to South Carolina. It's not going to happen 110%. So I'm not even going to really spend the time talking about, well, what would I do? How would I feel? Cause does it really even, does it really matter in the end? I, I will just say this. I go back to a lot of the comments I made about Jaheim Bell. And like when you enter the portal, you enter for a reason. Stand on business, right? Like, I mean, it's just like if you enter the portal to begin with, you probably did so for a reason. So, but outside of that, guys, I, I don't think there's even a conversation. I don't think there's any chance that he will, he will, you know, that he will come back. So I, I think it's kind of a non issue. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, my friend? How are you? I'm doing good, man. What's up? What about you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? No problem. Uh, so yeah, uh, have you have you heard any news about um, Spencer? I have not heard any news about Spencer. Nothing new. Uh, I think it's just a situation. Play the bowl game, and you know, after the bowl game concludes, we will be we will be waiting for sure. We'll all be waiting on the same news to come yeah, out. So yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't think he's going to make anything <clears throat> anything known until after the bowl game. So, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I, I, I think I heard uh, – I, I think Luke Doty is going to be redshirted at the bowl game. I'm not sure if he's going to be the one starting. That Luke Doty is going to be starting the bowl game or starting next year? Uh, no, starting the bowl game. Nah, Spencer Rattler is going to start the bowl game for sure. <clears throat> Spencer Rattler's oh, okay. playing the bowl game. Yeah, I, I, there, there's a, yeah, there's a rule that allows players – it does not count against their red shirt status. So Luke Doty could play in the bowl game and not burn his red shirt. And that goes for everybody. That goes for everybody that, you know, if if the bowl game would have been the fifth game they played in or affected their red shirt yeah. status no longer. Everybody everybody can play now. So Yeah, no, I read that wrong. My bad. Um and uh one thing about sellers too, uh I think we'll we'll get a pretty good good ass Q V uh if if we can get him now. Like he he definitely led his team to a 15 or undefeated. Uh, you know, he led his team to undefeated. So, I mean, if he can do that, then I'm, hopefully he can do that with us. Yeah. I mean, listen, I uh, I mean, Lenora Sellers, I mean, for all things I'm hearing, it does sound like he will be a Gamecock, which I think would be a great pickup. And, again, you always want to keep a four-star quarterback home. And uh, he'd be a great addition to the quarterback room, no doubt, no doubt. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm excited, man. I, I definitely think – like I said, I think he's going to be wearing the garnet and black, and I know that it will excite – that will excite a lot of people. 
Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it, man. That's all I needed. Hunter, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Yep. yep take yep. care. Great stuff from Hunter. Great stuff from Hunter. Uh, yeah, Lenora Sellers will sign tomorrow. I would assume he will also announce tomorrow. And uh, all signs point to him being a Gamecock from everything we've heard behind the scenes. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So. All right, let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Dalton. Dalton, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going, man? I'm just uh, calling in. You know, it's it's a slow day at work today. I'm on my lunch break. Uh, you know, winding down for the for the holiday uh, break this weekend. So I'm excited about that. But love it. But yeah, nothing much on my end. Love it, my guy. Yeah, we're just we're just rocking on this side, my man. You know the drill. So, <laughs> so I called in uh, because obviously, you know, th- this class that we just signed is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the composite rankings, you know, don't really have us in the top ten like we were in two thousand seven. But I think you drawing the comparison to that 07 class could be a very apt uh, comparison. Um, here um, because I think we obviously addressed a lot of issues of need you know we got a lot of big time O-linemen in there we got the number one Juco uh, defensive lineman in there uh, just just a lot of players in the trenches but one question I have is um, obviously the transfer portal is still open um, and there's after the bowl game I assume you're going to see a lot of players enter the portal um, again in the second wave. What uh, position of need do you see us or do you think we, we need to try and address through the transfer portal? Well, I definitely think linebacker. That's that's one that's, uh, you know, while I expect Pup Howard and Stone Lanton to be a, a dynamic duo next year, I mean, it's, it's, you know, having a true freshman playing in the SEC, it, there's challenges to that. So, I think if you can go out and get a veteran linebacker or two, right, that's a position we just – we need to boost. I mean, I think defensive back as well, you know, losing Darius Rush and, and Cam Smith and, I, you know, Devonnie Reed as well, R.J. Roderick's gone. And I understand you, you've got a ton of guys that you recruited from last year, but I think if you can add a, a veteran guy back there, I, I think you do it. I mean, also wide receiver, of course. I, I think any offensive playmaker, right? I mean, I think you it, – it's almost like – in baseball, you know, if you can hit, you can you're, you're going to play. Like if you can hit, you'll play. And uh, you would never say no to adding a big bat to your roster. I mean, you would never say no to adding a, a big time offensive playmaker. You just you wouldn't, right? I mean, it's just so whether it be a uh, uh, Eric Gilbert, you know, the tight end, whether it be, you know, not that we need another tight end, but again, you wouldn't say no. Uh, I think if you can add a big receiver or two, that would be uh, that would be a huge boost. I mean, it's it's again it, it, the transfer portal. I mean, you you know this, but it's it's never a slight at the guys on your current roster, but you're you know Shane Beamer said my job is to add the best possible pieces I can to this football team. So there got there are guys out there that make sense um, that are going to make your team better. You go at them, but I would say linebacker, receiver, DB, those would probably be my top ones. But I mean, I think anybody man that expresses interest that could help us win football games, I, I you know, and Shane Beamer, what I'm confident in, he's he's going to attack the portal, right? He's going to attack the portal. He's shown us that so. 
But yeah, linebacker and receiver would probably be my top two positions. I'd like to see us add a couple pieces. And then my next question is obviously, you know, because of the situation with the NFL draft this year, as far as the quarterback uh, draft class, it, it's unlikely that we see Spencer Rattler uh, leave. I think he, he will stay for another year, or at least that's the information we're getting. But do you think if Spencer Rattler were to declare for the draft and go pro uh, this offseason, do, do you think that um, we should use one of the guys we have on the roster? Because all of the quarterbacks have, you know, one or more years of experience, but they're still all kind of unimproved, unproven. They, they haven't really taken game reps mm. under uh, Shane Beamer's uh, system. Or do you think uh, we should go out and get a, another guy in the portal? Well, that's, you know, that's – it's an interesting question, Dalton, because I, I've talked a lot about quarterback recruiting and the way that the portal has has changed that, right? Because on, on it, it's, it's such a balance, right? Because on one hand, you know, like you mentioned, let's just say hypothetically Spencer Rattler, for whatever reason, he goes to the pros. You've got Luke Doty, Tanner Bailey, Braden Davis, Colton Gothier. You're adding probably Dante Reno, and let's say you get Lenora Sellers. You know, Luke Doty has played a little bit on a bum foot. We don't exactly know what he is. Everybody else is literally the definition of unproven. Hadn't even played a snap. So it's like, on one hand, you could roll the dice on one of those guys. No doubt. No doubt. You could build from within. Or you could go out to the portal and get a pretty proven power five guy and we saw what how that paid off for South Carolina this past season. I know for a lot of the season, Spencer Rattler wasn't great. His numbers weren't great. But, you know, we saw what happened the last two games. And what's such a balance is, you know, back, you know, I say back in the old days, but just it used to be like, hey, it's cool. You know, we're bringing in a freshman quarterback. We're going to allow our head coach and this football team to build and build around this youngster. And we're, we're going we're gonna to let him take his licks early. Well, college football fans, Dalton, aren't patient. Nobody's patient anymore. So – can Shane Beamer, can any college coach afford to do that? Because they, 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 the pressure to win now is on. No, nobody wants to nobody wants to go into 2023 chalking it up to, well, you know, we're, if, we, if we win six or seven games, it's a good year because we got a freshman quarterback. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody. Nobody. It's about winning now. And so it's like, why would you hand the keys over to an unproven guy when you can go in the portal and get a power five guy who's played good football already at this level, why would you? I mean, I mean, honestly, like, but there's a balance, right? Because you don't want to ruin, because if you do that often, if you do that every single year, I mean, you're not going to be able to recruit quarterbacks to your team, right? Like no quarterback from the high school ranks is going to come here because they're all going to say, all they do is go to the portal and get guys anyways. What's the point? So, and South Carolina is far from the only team doing that. I mean, Look at Florida, look at Kentucky, like everybody's doing it. So I, I just, I wonder how Shane Beamer will attack it. That's a great question. I, I wonder how he'll attack it, you know? And, uh, I mean, again, fortunately, yeah. I don't think we're going to, I don't, I don't think we're going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Just because I, yeah. I do think Spencer Rattler is going to be coming back, mm -hmm. but it, it's just a, a fun hypothetical. Yeah. You yeah, know, no, so it is. to speak, because obviously, if Spencer Rattler doesn't come back, then we've got to figure out the quarterback situation, which I think, you know, obviously Big Game Boomer put out that list of uh, 
the one thing every uh, college football fan base is hoping for. And for ours, it was Spencer Rattler again. And mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with that. And I think it's likely that he does come back. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do think our quarterback room, especially if we do add Lenora Sellers, um, is be loaded, uh, so to speak. I mean, we're going to have, you know, a bunch of highly rated guys in there. So after Spencer does go play next year, there's no reason why we can't have one of those guys step up into the starting position and, and play good football yeah. for us at the ACC level. But you know, I appreciate I, yeah. uh, you taking my call. Yeah, Dalton, absolutely. And I appreciate the call. And, great uh, stuff. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, man, great stuff, my man. We'll talk soon. Always good stuff from Dalton. And I will say this to his point about Spencer Rattler. You know, I, I think if NIL wasn't a thing, we might have more of a conversation. But with where he's going to get drafted – to me, it just it just wouldn't make any sense. I mean, it just it just wouldn't make any sense when you think about the money he can make, the money he is making, the money he has made. When you think about that, like why why would he leave? Why, why would he leave? I, so I I think he's back. I think he's absolutely back for sure. I think he's absolutely back. So. Anyways, great stuff from. Dalton, as always, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. We just missed a call, by the way. So if you'd like to ring back in, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to ring back in. <laughs> I contemplated even bringing this up. I, I'll say this: we, we, we gotta, we, we gotta. I, I don't know. It's not even. It's not even worth my breath. But I, I was just thinking, guys. You know, again, I, I live in this merch space, and I, and I'm, and I'm grateful. I'm able to communicate with my audience so directly. Right? People email me. I email them back. We're, we have open communication. I always encourage people. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me via email. You can text our text line, and I will do my best. To get back to you, I would say email is definitely the, 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 the most reliable way that I'm going to see it and respond in a timely manner. But this is this is this is a a life thing. This isn't a Gamecock thing. This isn't a TSUS thing. This is do you guys notice that in a lot of walks of life, the only time people give feedback is when it's negative. Like, like we are, we are, we are so hesitant or we just lack gratitude. So many people lack gratitude, right? I get so many, so many emails about shipping, about orders, about this, about that. So, so many emails about it. So many. How many emails do I get when they get the products and saying, thank you so much. Grateful for the product. The product's great. People only reach out when they have a complaint. We got to change that. As human beings, we got to change that. Why, why do we only use the power of our voice when we're disgruntled, when we, when we have something negative? Like, why, why is that such a thing? That's why I go out of my way. I really make it a daily practice to show gratitude, to be grateful. I don't take it for granted that people tune into this show. I don't take it for granted that people buy merch. I don't take it for granted that people listen to the podcast. I don't take it for granted that people follow on social media. 
You know, pe people just are just, it, it's just like ingrained in folks to complain. You know, shout out to the people on, in the Big Cock Club Discord and the people that tune in here. But there are people that, you know, I, I appreciate the people that go out of their way to say, hey, and I don't, and I don't necessarily need this. I, I'm just, but the people that are like, hey, great show today. There's some people, the only way they'll comment on the podcast is if something's messed up. That the only, the, hey, show didn't drop this morning. Hey, something's messed up in the beginning. But they, they don't want to give, like, it's, you know what it is? We, we expect everything to be perfect, and we expect it all to work out. We, it's supposed to go the way I want it to go. So when it doesn't, we, we freak out, we, we, we complain, you know, but we're not grateful for it going how it's going. We're not grateful for things working out the way we want them to. You know, I just, again, this is a human being thing. This isn't a Gamecock thing. This is a totally random just side message here. Just, I, I just, you know, again, I, I noticed that. And, and it's fine. I'm not, I, I'm glad people reach out to me. I am, but like, it's, it's just, it kind of blows my mind. Like the majority of people that reach out to me, they're only reaching out to complain. And a lot of people are like, where's my package? Where's it at? Number one, they have a tracking number. They can just check it. But number number two, they get the package like that day or something, and then you just don't hear anything from them. 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 Find some. Wow, had a great message. Had a great message, and obviously the hackers did not like the joy. I don't know. I found my joy, and the hackers did not like it. The the gratitude or lack thereof hackers tried to steal our joy away. I don't know what just happened. All right, are we back? All right, everybody's in here. Good. Apologies for that. Apologies for that. I don't know what <laughs> the the lack of gratitude hackers just uh they did not like the message. I was spitting too much hot flames. Bro, I'm telling you right now, I don't know who this Lisa Barlow is on Twitter, but I am so tired of seeing this Wendy's ad. I'm about to block this person. Straight up. I'm about to block this person on Twitter. Like I I've I've seen this Wendy's ad a zillion times. Like I I'm so tired. Of seeing this. Anybody else seen that ad? My God. Anyways. Anyways. I, I just, again, I, I just, I, I, I would just encourage people. I would encourage people that, you know, and, and I, and I posted this yesterday on my, on my personal feed. And I don't know if you guys you know, maybe you, you wouldn't even notice this, but I, I'm really, you know, I, I used to, I'm, I'm, I'm removing the ego from my personal social media. I, I'm, I'm completely removing the ego, right? In, in regards to, especially like on an Instagram, especially on an Instagram, I'm, I'm completely, I'm completely removing the ego from Instagram. Instagram is pure ego. It really is when you think about it, right? And you boil it down to it. And and I and I'm speaking. I'm preaching to the choir here because I've done it myself, right? Like I, I you know, I, I moved to Columbia and I wanted to like kind of flex the journey and flex the entrepreneurial journey and the successes and you know look how cool I look and you know 
And I still fall victim to that at times, right? Because you work your tail off and you work hard and you're proud, right? But my mindset on Instagram, like my like how I use, because I view social media as a tool, like how I use social media, my mindset on it's completely shifted, right? Like, and I'm not saying I'm never going to post a picture again, like you know what I'm saying, because like, I I'm a very proud human being, and I and I think that my path and my journey and my life can be, and I, I just really feel like I was put on this earth to inspire, like I, I really do. Um, you know, whether that be through TSUS through the business, whether that be through my personal channels as well. And a lot of what I post on my personal channels is, is stuff that hasn't, is much more life related, less sports related. So, you know, I'm, I'm really these days, man, about taking the ego out of Instagram and, and just posting real shit and, um, you know, using that as a platform, using that as a tool, like I do with TSUS, using that as a tool on social media to inspire and, spread love and positivity and, you know, be a light for people. That's, that's, you know, and again, not coming from an ego sense in any way, like I'm talking, you know, down in any way, obviously, I, but, but a, a, a spreading a message, a message of positivity and love and, and, and that anything is possible and that follow your dreams and your passions. And again, flood the world with gratitude and love and guess what's going to happen. It'll give it all back to you. So that's 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 my that's my operating procedure on on social media these days, and that's how I operate on. Again, I'm, I've I've been thinking about this for a while, man. Just removing the ego from Instagram, Instagram specifically, because that's really the one that like, you know, we we all use a lot, and we all try to flex on and all that. You know, you got no idea, man. You got you got no idea what's going on behind closed doors with people. You got no you got you got no clue. You got no clue. I mean, I I, I can I can attest to that firsthand. You know what I mean? Like you. You guys, we we have a very open channel of communication here, but hey, y'all got shit going on. I got shit going on. You know what I mean? Like it's it's uh light life spares no man. But it's all about how you respond to it, <clears throat> how you you know, how, how how you respond to it and how you um take it in stride and believing that everything happens for a reason and that uh you know, the timing is perfect in everything and everything that's supposed to happen and meant to happen does happen. So, um, John, we all got shit, man. We all got shit. That's it. We all got shit. That's, that's, that's a fact. That is a fact, man. And, you know, I, I think John folks would be, folks would be a lot kinder to people if we all remembered that. You know what I mean? Like we, we really, we really would. We really would. Bruin, am I leaving? What am I leaving? I'm not leaving anything. <laughs> I'm not leaving anything. No, I'm just, I'm just talking, my guy. We're just, we're just having open conversation here. Now, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Listen, the day that I retire, I'll let you know, Bruin Nation. I, I'll give you a heads up, but I, it's not today. No, it's, it's not today. No, I'm not leaving. <laughs> Xavion Hardy back to football. I have no idea what's going on with Xavion Hardy, as far as I know. Nothing's out of the ordinary. I, I, I know that he hasn't signed yet. I, I don't really know what the holdup is, to be honest with you guys. Um. Blind squirrel, much love, my friend. Yeah, trust me, I get it, man. I, I get needing to take time away from from social media. I, I, one hundred and ten percent, get it. You know, so social media is a can be a wild place for sure, man. It's it's, you know, it's a it's a great tool. You know, it's it's a great tool, <clears throat> but uh, you know, especially at, like my guy, like you know, John, who's who's on Twitter. Others that live in that Twitter space, if you will, that Twitter, that Twitter environment. 
you know, they, they see the toxicity of it, how just crazy it can get and out of, out of control. And, and, um, you know, I mean, it, it, it takes, it really does take that, that, that rhino skin, right. That we talk about. It takes that rhino skin to endure it. It really does. I mean, it really, I mean, you, you've got to reach a place of total security in yourself. I mean, you really do. You really do, you know? And, you know, and, and, and that's where I'm at. That's how I'm able to combat it all. I mean, people ask me all the time, like, how do you deal with it? I mean, because I, you know, it's, I mean, I know people that they see one negative comment, and they just, they freak out. I mean, they can, they can get a hundred positive comments, but they get one negative comment. That's how we're, that's how we're wired as human beings to see that one negative comment and, and let it, let it just ruin us, you know? And you, you just, uh, it's, it's hard to make a, hard to make it, or hard to endure social media if, if, um, hard to endure it if if you're able to let it break you in that way. So, anyways, that's that's we could go on and on about it. the great news is this though. I I think that TSUS. I think I think we I think we facilitate and my goal right. I, I think what we do we facilitate a great environment for constructive banter, criticism, conversation, and that's always my goal. You know what I mean. My my goal is never to facilitate an environment for toxicity or negativity or um, I, I I like to view and I and I do view my content the way I would describe it, especially TDC open ended banter, open ended banter. And as I always say, guys, the beauty is indeed in the banter. Guys, on that on that note, we're going to jump into a quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. We're going to go ahead and jump right into the phone lines. We got my guy Dave calling in. Dave Garrett. Here we go. Oh, and Dave hangs up. Dave, don't do it, Dave. I literally cut the break early so we could get Dave on the phone line, and he hangs up on me. Come on, Dave. I don't know if Dave is watching the show when he tunes in or not, but damn, Dave. Come on, Dave. James Kendall says, confirmed. Chris is not a fan of the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. That is false, my friend. I'm just not a fan of seeing the same ad over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Anyways, uh, taking your questions, comments, calls, guys. 843-790-3377. Austin Gregory says yesterday was National Signing Day. Tomorrow is National Sellers Day. Very, very, very creative. I see what you did there. I see what you did there, my friend. Um, let's see. Madison says, let's talk women's basketball for a second. New freshman Kitts is making her way onto the court and looks like she'll be a force to reckon with in her career. Dawn has a, has really got a stable of talent. What are the odds of undefeated this season? I, I, I think they're pretty good. I mean, I, I, I thought last year we'd go undefeated. I mean, at this point, like, at, let me put it to you this way. At this point. Like, if we were giving game-by-game predictions for South Carolina women's basketball, if, if you're picking them to lose any games, you're, you're just trying to make a point. You're just you're just trying to be, you know, you're trying to go against the grain, which is fine. If you're trying to do that, that's totally fine. But, like, there's no reason to believe anybody's going to beat South Carolina. No, no, no reason at all. I mean, it's just – it's like I told you guys, and I don't mean this. I mean this in the most complimentary way that our season, you know, like th- th- this is fun right now. Beating up on everybody's fun, watching us beat everyone's fun. 
But, like, the games don't really start getting important until we get to the postseason. Like, like for us, because because we know, we, we know we're going to be a one seed. We know we're going to host. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we – I mean, look at last year, guys, in the postseason, like, that, that first round game. We went by, like, 60. Like, we don't start playing games against real competition or, like, the Elite Eight for us. I mean, so it's a great position to be in. And I would say, again – be grateful for it, right? Don't take it for granted, but, yeah, it's, it's you know, Dawn Staley's put us in a position where, I mean, regular season's a breeze. I mean, we're out here playing Coastal Carolina, beating them by 100. Like, what's, what's the point in that game even happening? Like, what's the point even playing them? We know we're going to beat them by 100. Brendan, yes, the games are important. I'm just saying, like, there isn't a lot of pressure on the games because we know we're going to win by 30. Like, do we not? Hunter Kelly, what are the odds of us going undefeated next year for football? LOL. Hunter, I'll put the odds at 2%. If Carolina football goes undefeated next year, should I should I do a tattoo bet? My God? I, like, like, is there even a point? Because we're not. I got to be picky with my tattoo bets. I can't just start putting tattoo bets on everything. You know what I mean? Can't put tattoo bets on everything. Again, guys, phone lines are wide open. I hate that we miss Dave Garrick, man. I, I wonder what Dave had to say. I don't I don't know. Dave uh, couldn't get his call quick enough. So, oh, well, it is what it is. Anyways. Whatever y'all want to discuss, man, we're here. We're here. Looking forward to this Christmas weekend. Yours truly going to go uh, enjoy some Christmas festivities today, I believe. So, looking forward to it. it I tell you what, it's it's good and cold, that's for sure. It is it is the Christmas season. Here we go. Let's jump back to the phone. from Dave Garrett. Dave, what's up, man? How are you? I'm hanging in there, boy. I'm in a bad area, so if I drop the call, uh, hope you have a good Christmas and birthday. Um, I was rolling around the dial this morning, and um, I heard that uh, some uh, podcast they were talking about. Um, they were they thought that Spencer would come back because they had. Somebody said he, if he left right now, he'd be somewhere in, in between fifth and seventh round pick, or undrafted, and the highest pick in that in that area would get a little over nine hundred thousand dollars. And as of right now, his nil worth, and I don't know how they determine that. And afterwards, I went to a bar, and this old guy was sitting at the bar. He was wearing Carolina stuff, and he saw mine. He was like, you in here to get something to eat, or are you here to drink on account of the new offensive coordinator? <laughs> I was like, well, right now, right now, I'm just, just here to eat. He said, you people are looking at it all wrong. And this dude must have been like 70 years old. He said, 
the pieces that are there that called the last two games, they're still there. The only difference is you've got Satterfield's arrogance out and you got a guy coming in that's a great recruiter. All the other pieces are still there. You have to remember what Beamer said. You can get a splash higher, but that don't necessarily mean it's going to work. I want someone that fits in with this building and fits in with what we're doing. So I think the old guy had a point. Uh, like I said, my friend, look forward to seeing you after the first of the year. Uh, have a great birthday and have a good Christmas. Talk to you later. Dave, great stuff. Great stuff by Dave. I'll speak to this point first. Is uh, And by the way, I apologize if during that call I think we had some some technical issues. I, I, I don't know what's going on today. But, uh, no, nah, to his point about Spencer Rattler, I mean, again, if, if NIL wasn't a thing, this might be a different conversation, but I, I'd be stunned. I, I'd, I'd almost be stunned if he turned down the NIL money to go pursue the NFL. And, again, I think Dowell Loggins is going to provide him with a lot of great perspective on just, you know, the pros, the cons, the challenges of being a rookie quarterback in the NFL and and just the realities of, what I think, what he would be getting himself into. And, and, and I'm not saying that Spencer Rattler would not flourish at the next level, but, uh, you know, I'm not saying he wouldn't flourish, but, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a cutthroat world. And I just, I mean, I, and I'll tell you this, <clears throat> I know that, you know, whatever that NIL estimate that Dave Garrett was speaking on was like 880. He's made more than that, bro. No question. I mean, per our friend Brad Crawford, I, th- I think he's made like closer to 1.5 or 1.6 million. So, yeah. Spencer Rattler is doing just fine when it comes to NIL. Doing just fine. No doubt. He's doing just fine. So, um, anyways, yeah. Sorry. We're, yeah, we're in a staring contest, folks. Staring contest. Yeah, I don't know if it's the must champ hackers. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Mm. Uh, let's see. Brendan says Chris Phillips is too scared for the Astat. Brendan, I I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. So I'd I'd get it if if listen, if we would have won ten hey, we almost did. We would have won 10 games. I'm a man of my word. I would have gotten it. But we didn't. And, um, you know. That's that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790. Seven nine zero three three seven seven. Hunter Kelly says, "Put Beamer on the right cheek, ball on the left cheek." Well, then it'd be backwards, Hunter. Then it'd be backwards. Blind Squirrel says, "Chris, any truth to the rumor Dansby Swanson's agent sent Atlanta an offer that was twenty million less than what he signed with with the Cubs? Atlanta declined the deal." I have no idea, Blind Squirrel. I have no idea, but I will say this: I, I don't think the Braves were ever paying him. I just, I mean, I think. Listen, I think Dansby's a good player. I think Dansby's a great, a really good player. I don't think he's worth the money that uh, that he's getting. Which I mean, it's fine though. Like he 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 deserves the money for the year that he had. Over the long haul, though, 
I think uh, I think the Braves will be fine. I I, I think they I don't think I just put it this way. I don't think they needed to pay the money when it's like they they've got a great farm system. They got a bunch of great youngsters that can fill in and yeah. The Braves didn't have to overpay. So Braves did not have to overpay. Anyways. Guys, we are eight days away from kickoff when the Gamecocks take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Looking forward to it. Gator Bowl is going to be electric. Austin Gregory, outside of Rattler, who's our most important piece of our team we need to throw the NIL bag at, including current transfer portal dippers with Lloyd and Edmund. Is it Wells, Lloyd? Dude, Lloyd's done. Forget Marshawn Lloyd. He's done. He's gone. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye-bye. Melon just Bro, Melon's having a time today. Melon is having a time. Melon's having dude, the Lloyd Hackers. The Lloyd Hackers, man. Those must be Marshawn Lloyd's people. Or Jaheim Bell's people are standing on business. I don't know. One of the two's happening. The hackers are out and about today. Anyways, I'd tell Marshawn Lloyd goodbye. See you later. Adios. I, I would not be throwing any NIL bag at, at him. He's he's gone. He's done. Um, I'd say Antoine Wells is the big piece. No doubt. Yeah, the Mike, the Mike Loxley hackers. They don't like that I've been talking shit about Mike Loxley. The Loxley hackers. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say Juice Wells is the big piece, though. That's 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 who I most want to see back. And I think it's going to be a it's going to be a uh, you know it's going to go hand in hand. Either 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 Rattler and Juice are back together, or they're both gone. So, Lady Bree, yes, Rattler is confirmed playing in the bowl game. We are just talking about for next season and the draft and everything else. It's it's not confirmed what his plans are for next year. It's not confirmed. So, yeah, we're, we're more so talking down the road. Yeah, Austin Gregory, that, that comment from Beamer about selling out stadiums was, was high-key hilarious. That, 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 was, that, was, that was a not-so-subtle shot at uh, any player from the DMV that is considering going to Maryland. And, I mean, listen, but he makes the – I mean, it's spot the lie. It, 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 did, he, did he lie? They don't sell out up there. I mean, if you want to play in front of a packed-out stadium, come to the SEC. Come to Willie B. Travi, I, I don't know what he's searching for for NIL. I heard that uh, maybe Florida State's giving him 50 or 75K. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we just feel, you know, we got these young guys coming in. So be it. I mean, you never know. You, you, you just never know. You never know.
get this. Georgia hasn't had a recruiting class finish outside the top three since 2016. That's that's impressive. That's incredible. That's honestly incredible. Um, Jonathan Lee, I don't I don't have any names off the top of my head in regards to portal guys we should be looking at. I, I genuinely don't know. Um, yeah, I, I I do not know, my friend. I do not know. I do not know. So. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Lady Bree says, gotcha. That's a lot of what if. I'm sure Beamer and his coaches will have a better fear for who's starting. If not, Spencer. I mean, they might already know that he's coming back, Lady Bree. We have no idea, right? We're not in the building, like I said. Um, I, You know, I, again, Beamer... Beamer has a plan either way. I mean, he's in control, right? He's in control of his football program. So, you know, they'll they'll make the adjustment either way. If he comes back, it'll be great. If he doesn't, they'll make the adjustment. So, I just again though, I just wonder hypothetically if he doesn't like do they do they turn to one of the young guys? Do they turn to Luke Doty or do they go to the portal? That that to me will be very interesting to see. That'll be very interesting, right? Like just what what direction we want to go. Right. I'll be very intrigued to see that. So. Anyways, guys. 843-790-3377. Gamecocks basketball. It's game day. South Carolina taking on Western Kentucky tonight. And Western Kentucky is a two and a half point favorite. I, I wish I would love to see like the the numbers on like like the, so the game's on SEC Network tonight. Um, I just love to know like what those what those numbers look like. Like how many fo- how many folks are still tuned into counter basketball? How many folks still give a damn? How many folks will give a damn this this when we get in SEC play? I mean the the Colonial Life Arena from the men's side, bro. The CLA is going to be a ghost town this season. It's going to be a ghost town. I mean, it's going to be a ghost town this spring. And I'm not saying that, you know, I hope I'm wrong, but geez. It's just tough. It's tough. Uh, Travi, love seeing Mike Yuva still reporting the Gamecocks. Hopefully he can stay with Carolina being up in Boston still. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing it. Why couldn't he? Yeah, I think Mike Yuva does a great job with those guys and I, content, I expect him to continue to do a great job. But the the move for Yuva to Boston was one that didn't surprise me in the slightest. You know, Yuva's a Boston guy. He, he, as far as I know, every, every time I – or just from what I knew from chatting with him, that was, you know, his goal at some point to get back up there. And, again, it's like it's it, it's his hometown, right? So, I mean, it's it makes sense. It just makes sense. He's a Boston guy through and through. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure he's happy with where he's at for sure. I mean, I would imagine so. So, Hunter Kelly, do you think we can beat UConn in women's basketball? Yes. I, I do believe that. Lady Bree, I'm just not sure why everybody's, everybody's overlooking Doty. He's not really had a chance yet. Everybody's judging him on very limited play. Lady Bree, listen, I, I like Luke Doty. I was a Luke Doty supporter last year. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think Luke Doty... 
you know, I, I think Luke Doty um, can be a solid starting quarterback, right? Can be a solid starting quarterback. I, I, I don't know that he's elite, but I think he can be a solid. I, I, I would be, I would be comfortable with going into next season if, if, and I mean, it just comes back to this, guys. Like, do you trust your head coaches? Do you trust your coaching staff to make the best possible decision for your football team? If they say Luke Doty's our guy, and I know, Lady Bree, you're not talking necessarily about me, but if 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 they say he's the guy, I mean, they seem to like Luke Doty. They seem to like Doty a lot. So I'm I'm down to give Lodi a or Lodi. I'm down to give Luke Doty a shot. Personally. Our guy Luke RJ, not a Luke Doty guy. <laughs> I, know, I know he's gonna get he's gonna get fired up at me for saying no. Nah, I mean Luke RJ supports Luke Doty, but you know he just I mean pe- people have got strong opinions about Luke Doty, and I and I hear you. Anytime it comes down to the quarterback, people have got very strong opinions. So makes sense, guys. We're gonna jump into a quick break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more. Your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls as well. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Thursday, December the 22nd, 2022. One random thing I was thinking, and I feel like I probably already know the answer to this. Has there ever been a snow game at Willie B? Has it ever snowed during a football game at Willie B? I mean, obviously, the only time it would is like end of November, if it did. Has that ever occurred? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. But has that taken place? How much fun would that be? Like, I'm, I'm not a cold weather guy necessarily, but like a snow game, it'd be a blast. Can you imagine tailgating outside of Willie B in the snow? Can you just imagine that? That'd be, that'd be fun. I, that would be an enjoyable time. That would be an enjoyable time. I don't know. Just a, just a random thought I had here today guys podcast for tomorrow is recorded the the dear santa episode if you will very very pumped for you guys to hear that one always a good time always a good time anyways 843-790-3377 the phone lines are open Guys, content schedule for next week. Um, we will not drop a podcast on Monday, obviously because of Christmas. Um, Christmas being on Sunday, the 26th Monday. And I know James Kendall saying I'm, I'm jinxing it. I really don't think there's going to be – I really don't think there's going to be much to talk about. Um, who knows, though? You never know with the Gamecocks. We just – we never – we never – we never fail to provide the drama. There's always something, you know what I mean? But, nah, no podcast on Monday. Uh, TDC will rock as normal Monday, Tuesday. Podcast will drop Wednesday. No TDC, though. We might do a Twitter Spaces. We'll be on the road to Jacksonville on that Wednesday. So, probably we will do, uh, we'll, again, we'll drop a podcast. That will be our full game preview show. But no TDC. So, probably do a Twitter Spaces in the car, take some questions, whatever. 
Uh, Thursday, TDC, and then, of course, Friday will be game day. So that is your Looks to Know podcast, obviously, or TDC that day. So that will be your look, your outlook of content. Um, what we'll probably do as well is, what, that Saturday will be New Year's Eve. Uh, podcast will drop Monday, and that'll be the full game recap, breakdown, you know, probably some news coming out after the bowl game, all that good stuff. That's when the uh, – that is when the – the bowl game pod recap, if you will, will drop that January the 2nd. So, and then into that week, we will have our, our look back at 2022, the first week of January. That's when we'll look back in the year that was. And um, obviously guys on new year's Eve, I'll, 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 uh, you know, be posting a lot of stuff, just kind of looking back on the year, my favorite moments, stuff like that. I, you know, I normally do a podcast for that. I don't think I'm going to this year. I think we're just going to have, or actually, Correction. I normally have a podcast. It's like top five things I'm looking forward to. I don't know that I'm going to do that this year. I may, I may not. I don't know. But uh, we'll definitely look back on the year that was. We'll celebrate all our great successes, and we'll celebrate together. And and, and really excited. I, I love the holidays. Love this time of year. Love being with family, friends. Be sure definitely enjoy your time with those you love the most. And um, you know, be grateful for that time. Be grateful for that time because you don't you don't get it forever, right? Any of us that have had relatives, grandparents, you know, those who are no longer with us, you know, enjoy the time. Enjoy the time. Sincerely enjoy it. Enjoy every second. Soak it all up because you never know, right? All right, let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Ralph. Ralph, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well, Chris. What about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. What's going on? So, you know, signing day came and went. Mm. feel like we had a good day. Um, a lot of talk out there, obviously, about, you know, decommits, recommits, grass is always greener. And I guess my big takeaway was, specifically with Tree, was, you know, people were complaining about what's going on in Oregon, but Maryland was probably doing the same thing with Under Armour, and mm. it didn't work. <laughs> you know, we ended up keeping a guy that, for all intents and purposes, you know, people were using as a scapegoat, or I wouldn't say scapegoat, but were already scapegoating Waterman's as, we lost them because of this, we lost them because of that, you know. And it looks like, I know we questioned him last week. I even called him last week to be like, hey, it might be a questionable hire. But from the sounds of it, the guy can recruit, one. And two, you know, people are throwing around, oh, I changed change the game. But how much is the game really changing, mm-hmm. right? Maryland, you saw what they're doing. Right. They literally have their Under Armour guy going around, rolling out the red carpet and playing, let's make a deal with recruits. Right. And they got three four stars. Right. Three. Where, and, and, you know, we saw what happened last year with them. And I know Beamer came out with a quote where that's a rivalry, but it's not really a rivalry, but maybe it's a rivalry type thing with Wasley going on. And so far, so good in terms of what Maryland, I wouldn't really concern with their program. I guess the bigger deal is they're not really happy with us going up there. I guess the bigger point is who's the big fish we still got going is Nick Carter, right? Right. Well, on that visit, he was with Tree, right? Mm. I mean, if we're looking at it, you know, people are saying Maryland's trending, Maryland's trending, but I just don't see it. <laughs> like, I, I think it really does come down to us in Michigan, and the two points being is if it were about money and if it really were this NIL thing where it's like, oh, Maryland's just going to write – 
you know, Under Armour has the money from what they tell people, from what they're telling these recruits. Mm-hmm. They would be signing more guys. And when I say more guys, I don't just mean tree. I mean, look at Dez, right? That guy was, if you go to the Washington Post, people at the Washington Post, like the local beat writers, they have him just as high as Nick Harbour at the edge position. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a dominant player in that area. 15 sacks were that an ungodly stat when you, when you really think of high school football too, where it's like a lot of your coaches are going to scheme against that side and be like, well, you know what? We don't, why would I run a play towards a six, six freak? Who's that fast. Right. And I think it's, it's what's being lost too is like, we already got one of where, you know, Maryland can't land those guys. Is the money really that much when it comes to Nick Harbor, where we've heard what he said is the most important to him is going to be the academics, the uh, potential to, potentially you know go to the olympics all of that's all rolled into one and you know i don't think we can match michigan in terms of the academics but there are maybe two or three public universities out there that can do that when it comes to the other aspect the track side our track team is you know it's always been one of our you know i know we don't concentrate as much but we've had some success there we put people in the olympics specifically on the on, on the women's side, but still on the male side, we've had some Olympians, you know, specific with the hurdles and other things like that. So it's one of those. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't see this big factor that people keep on talking about the NIL specifically. You know, they were going after Oregon, but it's, it's one of those. I think you got to still look at it at the end of the day. Is can your staff recruit? Mm. Money is one thing, and you can buy, and you might be able to buy players, but at the end of the day, recruiting is going to matter the most. Making those connections are going to matter the most. And I know last week was a big deal, you know, a couple of weeks ago, even all of us are speculative on the hires, but it just goes to show, you know, Shane knows what he's doing, right? He knows what he's doing in terms of building a solid base of recruiters. And I know, you know, with the OC hire, may not, but it sounds like Loggins had a big, a, a big part of getting tree back committed. And, you know, he's probably going to be intimately involved in getting Nick Harbor. Right, depending on what position he's going to play, mm. and worst case, Shamar Easter, he's out there too. He did not sign yesterday, and he's not looking to sign until February, and things are going to be trending up with him as well. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you, you your uh, with your main point in regards to like you. It still comes down to recruiting, and that's that's why I said like from the player side, like nil is a great opportunity, but if it's your lead. If it's the top reason why you're choosing a school, I think you're extremely misguided because to your point, like, you know, if you're if you go somewhere where it's not a good fit and you're not playing and you're not thriving, well, that'll be the last bag you get. Cause again, nobody's throwing the bag at a backup. Like you have to be able to produce and you know, and uh have success. So no, I I'd agree with you. I think I think we're still trending, you know very positively for, for Nick Harbor. And, you know, I think certainly it's going to be a tough, I mean, his recruitment's tough, he, it, but it should be. I mean, he's, he's one of the, he's the best player in the country basically. So um, I, I think I like the way we're trending though, from all things I've heard, I think we got a great shot to land him. And uh, obviously again, that would be the exclamation point on this class. If, if Beamer's able to do that. Yeah. And the kid, he, he's a different type of cat, mm. right? He, I mean, he's, he's put it all out there there are going to be certain things out there. If it were just about, you know, going to the NFL, he probably would have gone to Georgia or LSU, right? The fact that Georgia came in late and he has no interest in there makes me think that it really is, you know, down to the two schools. He said it's been down to the whole time, you know, Michigan and South Carolina, 
Maryland's in there. Obviously, she's from there, and it'd probably be nice to play at home. But if their push is money, I don't know if that's going to attract them. And I've seen for that point. Kirby came out today and said, hey, man, if, you, if you're looking for NIL money and if that's your main thing, this probably, you know, the number one, what I would say is the number one program in the nation right now, we're probably not for you. You know, that's – which is – and you, and you got to think of it this way. The amount of resources they have and, you know, their head coaches out there saying, like, we're not going to play by that game. It's, it's still at the end of the day. Are you a good person this program? Do you want to be here? Do you want to win a championship? If you're here to chase the bad mm-hmm. – there are literally multitude of programs out there that will give you that money. Mm. Very good point. Very good point, my friend. Yeah, it's it's uh, you gotta you gotta you know that's why it's important to surround yourself with the right people, make the right decisions, and um, you know make sure you've got your your priorities straight. Put it that way. Well, you know, and we had a great class. All I can say, you know, at this point, this is it may be. That 2007 class, there are a lot of similarities where that was a big class with a big and ugly, with the big uglies. Um, you look at the offensive linemen that came out of the class, especially the defensive linemen too. Also, a lot of in-state flair where um, you know we really have both those classes. There are similarities where we really targeted the top in-state players. You know, Gilmore back then, Marquis right now. So it's always good to have you know build a class like that where the core of it is guys from in-state that understand the state. But you also got to branch out. You cannot become, you know, and we, I mean, you said this before too, we cannot survive as a program as, hey, we're just going to pick the top guys from the, from the state and that's what we're going to rock with. Yeah. Because it, it didn't work for us. It did not work for Clemson either. <laughs> they didn't really start getting to where they got until they could really go into other areas and, you know, pick up players here and there from different spots. And not just Georgia and North Carolina. You got to expand that too. Because I know that, you know, those are two areas we both concentrate on. I think Beamer going a little bit up north to that DMV area is mm-hmm. going to be fruitful in the future. And, you know, obviously, if we can make some inroads in Texas and kind of that area, I know Loggins has a little bit of a, a footprint there. That would be great as well. But, you know, the future is bright in terms of recruiting. And hopefully, you know, this, this is just one of many that leads to, you know, one of many great signings today that leads to hopefully that SEC championship. Mm-hmm. That's what we're shooting for, man. SEC titles. Hopefully sooner rather than later, for sure. Yeah. Well, appreciate you taking my call, man. You have a great day. Uh, as always, first up. Hey, go Cox. Appreciate you, man. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff from the caller there. Yeah, very thorough, very uh, in-depth. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited with the class. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I do compare it to 07. You know, I, I talked about it this morning. Um could this be the class that sort of lays the the groundwork for, for big seasons down the road? I, I think it most certainly could. I really do. I think it most certainly could. And I, I think there are a lot of guys in this class that will be big-time impact players for years to come. So, really, really good stuff. Anyways, guys, phone lines are open. Again, it is game day for Gamecocks men's basketball. South Carolina taking on Western Kentucky. Um, so. I have uh, I have locked myself in, picked a 64-61 to 61 loss, which it's so funny. I, I picked that before I ever even saw the spread, and sure enough, the spread is – 
is two and a half. So, right on it. By the way, big news dropping yesterday. Lavoisier Carroll out of the bowl game due to an injury. And Jalen Brooks is TBD dealing with off-field issues. So, we hope that gets resolved. Um, definitely need those guys. Also, of course, the 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 the, uh, the comment from yesterday. The comment from yesterday regarding uh, we, we it's 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 baffling the amount of the lack of self awareness that Dabo Sweeney has. It's 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 wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. Talking about nil. And we've built this program in God's name, image, and likeness. And, and it's just like, I, Dabo, I get what you're saying, but there's like, there's just some, there's just no way. I don't know. Hilarious. Like, laugh out. Even as a Clemson fan, you have to laugh at that. You have to think that's hilarious. You do. You have to think that's hilarious. Because it is. It's hysterical. It's absolutely hysterical. I don't know. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in here on this Thursday. All right. Anyways. Looking forward to getting home, spending time with the family. Going to be a great time. I'm sure many of you have been chilling. What about you guys? Have you guys been working this week, or is everybody just kind of off, hanging out? I remember when I worked in the corporate world, this was the, I mean, this week and next week were just weeks you did, you just, if you're in the office, like, like, bro, nothing's getting accomplished. Nothing's getting accomplished in the office. Nothing. Everybody's just, just kind of, John, Bravo to you, sir. Bravo to you being in the office. Like, the, the the productivity of this week and next, damn near at zero. Damn near at zero. I mean, some some people, some people would. Some people would get after it, but most are just kind of going through the motions. You're having your, you're having your, uh, you're, you're having your Christmas potluck, right? John, you big potluck guy? Big potluck guy, I bet. If you work in Charlotte, you're in, a, you're in the office in Charlotte. You're probably a big potluck guy. Hey, let's jump to the phone line. Call from Jaden. Jaden, what's up, man? How are you? Doing good, Chris. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? So, football talk. So, as far as Nick Harbour, mm-hmm. I personally don't know. How does his recruitment and his rankings and stuff compare to Jordan, Jordan Birch? Or is he, like, our best yet since like a clowny. I, I don't really know how his how his recruitment compares to the birds. Mm-hmm. So. so I'm looking at him right now. His composite rating on 247. 0.9911. Okay. Um, let's Ooh. see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna look up what Birch is. I'm not gonna guess here. I'm just gonna tell you. Um let's see where here we go. Jordan Birches was a point nine nine five four. So actually, Jordan Birch was a higher rated player, believe it or not. Um, yeah, yeah. Based off that, 
The Gamecocks, I say, their highest rated signing, of course, Clowney, who was literally a 1.00. Like, he, he was the highest. It, it can't get any higher. So. All right. Also, as far as the running back situation in the bowl game, obviously, no Lloyd. Mm-hmm. CB, is CBS not playing? I don't know. I, I heard, think I like CBS is going to play. As far as I know, CBS is good to go. CBS is going to play. Okay. Juju's playing, I'm assuming. He's, young. He's younger, I think. Yeah, Juju would be playing. No Lavoisier. I wish I could have seen a little bit of him this year. I mean, especially when time started to get tough at the back. It looked like around mid to late, started late of the season. I feel like we didn't see any Lavoisiers or Rashad Amos's that I wish we would have seen maybe a little bit to have a little sort of idea what they're looking like, especially in Amos, who, who's been here for a little while, just waiting for a time. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if if Rashad if Rashad Amos was ever going to get a look, this is it, right? I mean, it's 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 going to be up to CBS, Juju, and then I mean, Rashad Amos, I think, will be next up in line. Either he, either a a DJ Twitty, a Nathan Harris Wainick, right? So yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's hey, whoever can tote the rock, let's go. Somebody, maybe Luke Doty, also- maybe Dak Joyner gets some carries. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. I think the problem we've had with Juju all year is why are we running a five-seven back up the middle when we the few times we gave it to Juju in the flat, he he makes something happen. Make mm-hmm. give him some give him some space in the flat, give him the ball, he makes something happen. But when you're expecting to run a five-seven back up the middle on SEC front seven, it's just not going to work. Sat gonna sat, and that's just that, my guy. Yeah. Also, also with who's. So we got Western Kentucky today, obviously. Hmm. Granted, I think it was you said it was two and a half. But yes. man, I don't see a lot of sun sunlight on hoops at all, really. I mean no. unless I mean Gigi, of course, probably gonna have a game. I feel like he always does. Chico needs need a lot of people to have a game to beat anybody because like we got three and if those three don't have a have a day, then we're gonna lose. I mean, if they don't put up twenty pretty much those three, then it's not mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it basically comes down to Gigi Jackson, Michi Johnson, and and then kind of whatever you can get, like you mentioned, from a Hayden Brown, a Chico. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say, you know, year one, take your lumps. It is, but it's hard to go through it, right? Because we love the Gamecocks and, you know, we, we don't just want to mail it in on the season, but I mean, it's hard not to, man, when, when you realize – the. I mean, this is a team that realistically, if I had to pick right now, I'd probably say we win two SEC games. We we will probably finish dead last. I, I would probably – I'd imagine. I'd say probably. I feel like we're not even in conference play yet, and I feel like we're already in conference. Right. Even the teams we're playing aren't really that great. We're just that bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to so, be, it's right, gonna be a long year. So, yeah, yeah, I appreciate the call, man. Appreciate it. Have a great stream. Yeah, man. You too. Appreciate it. Thanks. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, yep. We're just in a tough spot, guys. It is what it is. We're in a tough spot. What do y'all think? I mean, what what do you, what do y'all what do y'all think about uh, Gamecocks men's basketball, y'all? Y'all got any hopes for SEC play? Anything y'all see I don't see? I don't know. I don't know. 
the amount of people that do not realize that our, we had a cutoff for by Christmas delivery. That was December the 12th, folks. If you ordered after December the 12th, I hate to tell you, you ain't getting your stuff till after Christmas. So, anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough, uh, it's a tough product right now. It's a tough product for sure. John, huge potluck. If you work in the office, you're a huge potluck guy. Yeah, just a, big into potluck. Huge potluck guy. Yep, huge potluck guy. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Let's see. Yeah, there is an Arctic blast coming. I think. What, what's the What's the weather look like? Let's see here. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. Mid thirties, my goodness, it's gonna be cold. It's gonna be cold, but we hey, we're gonna get us a cold Christmas now. It's gonna feel like Christmas, that's for sure. It is going to feel like Christmas. Yep, it's gonna feel like Christmas. Ruination, the Frank Martin stands are waiting on the season to fail. That's a shame, isn't it? That's a shame. That's a shame, that's a shame. Oh, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough. Because um, you got, like you said, you got GG and then a bunch of, just a bunch of guys. Just a bunch of guys. And I, I don't know, you know. I mean, what are you going to do, man? I, I just, I mean, I, I'd expect this team to pull an upset here or there. But, you know, who you got till you got. Who you got till you got. You know what I mean? So. I normally say all you got is all you need, but we need a couple more. <laughs> Gamecocks basketball needs a few more. You know what I mean? Uh, anyways, guys, we're going to jump into one final break on the other side. I want to continue to hear from you, more of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls. 843-790-337. Final 15 minutes or so here on The Daily Crow. Jack Haran, Arctic Blast. Folks in the South killed me. Jack, it's going to be like a low of 18 degrees. It's going to be cold, my guy. There, there ain't no need for that. It's going to be cold. There ain't nobody overreacting. It's, it's going to be cold, my dude. Cold. Yeah, Travis Allen, looks like it's going to be nice down in Jacksonville for the bowl game, which is awesome. I'm praying for good weather. Praying for good weather. Um, Marion, going to be fun in Somerville delivering mail Christmas Eve. Feeling like we're in Alaska. Uh, Marion, hey, thank goodness for y'all because we got gifts that need to get delivered. <laughs> Coach Ford, Rivals has us the number 21 class, number nine in the SEC. Their rankings do not seem to reflect transfers. Got to believe there's not a ton of movement there as most people get their share. Yeah, I mean, Coach Ford, which which service which service do you do you go off of, right? Do you go off of uh, do you go off of rivals more? Do you go off twenty four seven more? I think most people probably just go off the one more so that uh, makes them look better, right? If we're being totally honest, if we're being totally honest, yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, again, I want to say thank y'all so much during this Christmas season. I'm so grateful for each and every single one of you, and uh, I'm sure we'll be getting tagged in a lot of posts in regards to people gifting 
our merchandise to others. And I, I just, I can't say thank y'all enough, man. It's, it's truly incredible. And I'm, I'm so appreciative of, uh, you know, the love and support we feel and, uh, just grateful, grateful for the love, grateful for the love. Truly, truly am. So I appreciate y'all. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, look, looking forward, like I said, to we'll rock the daily crow as normal tomorrow, but definitely looking forward to, um, Definitely looking forward to uh, spending some time with the family. Um, spending time with family and, you know, hanging out and doing the Christmas thing. So, uh, by the way, guys, I will be on Inside the Gamecocks tomorrow at 1130. We'll be on a, Inside the Gamecocks so if you want to tune into that with J.C. Sherbert and Phil Mullinax. Looking forward to it. And uh, I don't know. I haven't asked him about it. Maybe we can get JC on the show. I, I don't know. JC, I know, is still recovering. So JC's okay, by the way, just to give you guys an update. He is uh, he is okay. But uh, definitely keep JC Sherbert in your prayers, obviously, as he continues to continues to recover and uh, bounce back from uh, you know from 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 everything. So, anyways, guys, we got twelve minutes. What y'all want to discuss? What you got? What you got? Looking forward to again. Looking forward to Christmas. I would say Christmas is my favorite holiday. I just I, I love the I love the season, right? I love the uh, the time of year again, gathering with friends and family, and you know, giving time of giving. It's a great time. It truly is. It truly is. John says, when was, the, when was the last time we had no Robbie and no Rebecca calls or comments in the same show? Been a long time. Robbie actually, let me see. Robbie, I believe, actually DM'd me. Let me pull this up. I believe, let's see. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he, he actually DM'd me last night. Hey, I'm going home tomorrow afternoon. I'm most likely not going to call tomorrow. I hope you have a great show tomorrow. That was... Last night at 8.16. He then DM'd me yet again this morning at 10.16 and said, hope you have a great show today. Go Gamecock. So, Robbie Davis, busy with family. We appreciate Robbie Davis and hope he's doing well and enjoying himself. And I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves as well. I'm sure many of you um, – I probably could have honestly gotten away with with no show tomorrow. I, I, I probably could still get away with no show. I don't know. Though. I just – I love it. I love it. Why not, right? Finish out the week strong and uh, – yeah, so I mean, it's 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 my decision, right? At the end of the day, it's uh, it's my decision. But uh, you know, and I will say this by the way, and I and I mentioned this on the podcast that I believe dropped this morning. And by the way, check that out, right? Full breakdown of full breakdown of National Signing Day. We had some early Signing Day superlatives. Uh, also, full breakdown of the game tonight. To those that reach out with true constructive criticism and feedback, thank you. Because I, I care deeply about what you guys think and what you guys have to say. And, and uh, you know, there's some people that throw hate, throw shade, whatever. And there's a major difference. But those who truly reach out and say, hey, 
you know, here's some feedback, here's some constructive criticism. I think if maybe you did this or you did this, or, you know, this would help bring value to your audience. Those people that really, that reach out in that way. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, cause I, I value that feedback and I valued that feedback from the jump. And, you know, because at the end of the day, obviously it's about you guys, you know, it's about, it's about the end consumer. It's, it's about, uh, you know, the fans, the fans of our show, the fans of the Gamecocks. That's who it's all about. So I appreciate each and every single one of you. Uh, Chase says, no, nah, I'm working tomorrow. I need you. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. I got you, my friend. Um, Travi, who are you most looking forward to in the recruiting class? It, there's a lot of guys. I mean, I, I feel like Pup Howard's the easy answer. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, the way Pup Howard carries himself and the way he operates on social media and, and also, he's a damn good football player. And I, and I think I think he's probably going to be the guy that is the immediate impact player. But I tell you, I'm excited to see all these offensive linemen. I, I don't know that they'll play immediately. But, uh, you know, I think you look at the Marquis Andersons, the big trees, the, the, uh, the you know, the Trovon Bows, the other guys you signed. You know, I, I definitely think these are going to be dudes that, you know, two, three years from now, that they're going to be – again, the foundation of our football team. They're going to be those big uglies up front. And, um, you know, if they pan out the way we hope, I, you know, I, I think that's going to – maybe it's going to change the way we view our running game, the way we, we view our offense, um, you know. So, Coach Ford, yeah, dark horse of the class. Let me pull up the recruiting class here so I can have all the names in front of me. Because um, I actually talked about this in the podcast today. My, my dark horse of the class, and if you – if you listen to people talk about him, I don't know that he's much of a dark horse, but Reed McKeeska, the tight end from Cypress, Texas, six foot five and a half, two thirty three. Apparently, this is a guy they wanted really badly, and uh, you talk to folks, they think he's an NFL kind of guy. They, he's an NFL tight end again, six foot five and a half, two thirty three. He's got the build. Uh, Reed McKeeska out of Cypress, Texas. I think he's going to be a really, really good one. Uh, could see him uh, again being a big time ball player. For the Gamecocks. Jatavius Shivers is, is another big offensive lineman that I think will make an impact. Guys, six foot seven, 296 pounds. Coming out of high school. Coming out of high school. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, I mean, you look at the size of some of these guys. Marky Anderson, 6'4, 320. Uh, and I'm just speaking of the O lineman. Big tree, six foot five and a half, 310. Haven't even touched a college weight room yet. Trovon Bo, 6'4", 315. Just crazy, dude. Then you look at the D-linemen. I mean, Desmond Yu, 6'6", 239. McLeod, 6'5", 305. Uh, and again, I'm speaking specifically line of scrimmage. Montek Rames, 6'5", 235. Elijah Davis, 6'4", 280. These are some monsters, dude. And hey, part of it's winning when you step off the bus. Xavion Hardy, 6'5", 262. I know we're waiting on him to sign, but I don't think there should be any issues there. So, we got some, we got some, we got some, uh, we got some big-time dudes, literally and figuratively, coming onto campus. So, yeah, the guy from Yale, great pickup. That's another great pickup. I, I don't know that I'd call him, again, underrated, but uh, Nick Gargiulo that you're talking about, 6'5", 270, was a captain of Yale's football team. And I, I'm glad Shane Beamer made the point because the point he made was this. Yale, Yale elects a single captain every year of the football team. And he was it. 
So you think about the type of leadership qualities he's going to bring. Obviously, a really smart kid. Uh, I think a guy that will step in, probably play immediately. You know, Eric Douglas, his departure, going to leave a void. And uh, Gargiulo could be a guy that I, I hope I'm saying his last name correctly, but I, he could be a guy that's, uh, you know, big-time, immediate impact player for you. Beef is on the way. Got some beef. We have the meats. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Tyler Knoll says, Judge Collier will be a household name. I mean, dude, the name is Judge. What a, what a great, dude, the NIL opportunities will be coming about for that young man. Judge. All rise. I'm stealing the Yankees thing. Anyways. Oh, Lordy, my goodness. Anyways, I, sorry, I just got a text and I'm just. Anyways, uh, 843-790-3377, guys. That's 843-790-3377. Arby's, we have the meats. My sister's husband is a uh, big Arby's guy. <laughs> Which, I mean, anybody in here like, I, I'm not a, I'm not an Arby's guy. I, uh. I'm 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 not really a fast food guy though, you know. By the way, and shout out to this guy. Shout out to this dude. Dude DM me yesterday and um let's see. Guy DM me and said that uh I need to stop saying that I need to stop saying my guy. I don't know. That's tough for me, though. My guy is so integrated in my in my vocabulary. He said, "Yeah, it's it's it's." Do pe- do people not like my guy? I don't know. I had one. I had one. Clem sucks. Slap dick today. Come drive up here to Fort Mill, and we'll meet at the Carolina Alehouse, and we'll I'll I'll school you on ball. I'm like, who do you think you are? Like. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drop everything I'm doing, go drive up to Fort Mill to chat it up with some random no name slap dick. Like like yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Some people are hilarious, man. They're just hilarious. People are just so funny. People are so funny. We can debate on who the better team is. I'm like Carolina won the game. There's no debate. Carolina won by a point. They should have won by three touchdowns. There's no debate. Like, we're not, I'm not going to debate something that is fact. It's fact. South Carolina was better than Clemson on that day. And that's all that really matters. I mean, I'm not here to debate if you want to, if you want to debate that Clemson sucks was the better football team, which, which still I think your debate is, is very flimsy. But there are Clemson sucks. It's just, it's hilarious. I love it. I love 
Clemson fans have just been unraveling at the seams for weeks. They just cannot. They cannot accept it. Cannot wrap their brains around it. And Travi, I appreciate you tuning in, my friend. Thank you so much. Brendan M says, my guy here needs to pipe down and find some joy. Find some joy, Brendan. <laughs> you know what I hope Santa Claus brings you, Brendan? Joy. I hope he puts joy in your stocking. Stocking full of joy. Anyways, guys, I appreciate y'all sincerely, man. It's it's these days where we don't have quite as much, you know, craziness going on, whatever. It's it's these days that, uh, you know, that become some of the most fun, right? That become some of the most fun. And, uh, you know, again, I, I truly do appreciate you guys. The, the love and support and the banter, the beauty is certainly in the banter. Guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Thank y'all so much. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Appreciate you all tuning in. Go check out today's podcast if you have not done so, and stay tuned to tomorrow's podcast as well as TDC, Rockin' Tomorrow. Also, of course, we're on Inside the Gamecocks at 11.30 tomorrow morning. So looking forward to that. You guys tune in. Uh, in the meantime, again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.